0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Nightcap Basketball Style. I'm your favorite Uncle Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero. Wildcat legend, wizard legend, Warriors. Uh, I don't know if we're going to say a legend <laughs> in the Warriors, but you know who he is Gilbert Hibachi Arenas. Bro, how you been? Thanks for joining us. Hey, boy. I thought y'all dropped me. Nah, 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 nah. You, uh, I think I was traveling. Uh, when did we come? Oh, uh, well, I was in the all star game, and then you had something pop up, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Please make sure y'all like, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We are now currently at 1,084,000. We're so so very close to 1.1 1. 1. 1 million, and that's all a credit to you. Ocho, we miss you. I'll catch you tomorrow night. Gil, also thanks to Gil because uh, with Gil and I, we have the number one or the number two basketball podcast on Apple Podcasts. So, thank Gil. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Subscribe not only to Nightcap, but to Gil's Arena. That's his channel. And please make sure you subscribe to the Nightcap podcast feed. You can get Nightcap through the Club Shay Shay podcast feed. But go ahead, go ahead and hit that button. Might, might as well join them both. But please make sure you guys subscribe to the Nightcap podcast feed. I want to thank you personally and the team for selling out Shay by LaPortier. Uh, we hope to have it back in stock soon, but we are taking pre-orders. So we pinned the link at the top of the chat. Please make sure. And I'm thinking it's going to be like a two week or a month. I can't lie to you. I can't say, oh, if you order it, you're going to get it in the next three, five business days, because that would be an absolute lie. But it's going to be somewhere around two weeks to a month before you get it. Um, but I want to thank you guys for uh, selling us out and uh, making it such a hot cognac. I greatly appreciate that. Also, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button to Gill's Arena's channel. He's on YouTube. His shows airs Monday through Thursday, live 11.30 30 a.m. Pacific time. That's uh 2 30 Eastern <laughs> <laughs> time. Please, please, also go, su- go subscribe to Gil's personal p- YouTube page. No chill Gil. This episode tonight that's uh, on Club Shay Shay, it's on Club Shay Shay uh channel, but nightcap. It's going to be airing personally on YouTube, on uh, Gil's YouTube page, his personal page. So please make sure y'all go subscribe to the man's personal page. Gil's doing an amazing job. I really want to thank him from the bottom of my heart because I reached out to a lot of people. They didn't seem to be as interested in said, Hey, let me see if I can work some things out. He came back and said, Oh, let's do this. And so I want to thank this man from the bottom of my heart, for letting me be able to have a, a-, a basketball because, you know, I love talking basketball. And so Gil, gives me that opportunity, even if it's only once a week. Hopefully next year this time we can come up with something where we do a couple of days a week. But uh, but I want to thank Gil. Please make sure y'all uh, uh, subscribe to his personal page. That's No Chill Gil and Gil's Arena, his per- his YouTube channel. Go ahead go and subscribe to both of them. Like both of them. Let's help get his subs up because Gil, we're trying to get Gil to a meal too. He's been great. He's a great guy, guys. And so, you do the right thing by Gil. Let's get his personal page and his YouTube channel all up to a million subs so he can get one of those gold, those gold plaques. We've also been nominated for an NAACP Image Awards for the Art, Sports, and Entertainment Outstanding Podcast. We pinned the link at the top. Please, please, make sure you go vote for us, guys. All right, Gil. What happened this morning? This morning was supposed to be your one anniversary, the one-year anniversary of Gil's Arena. And unfortunately... <laughs> you weren't able to air the show like you normally do. Tell the people that didn't know, that didn't watch, what happened?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, around 9.30, the power got, the power went out. So, you know what I mean? I jumped on my little scooter trying to figure out what's going on. You know, where I live, it's, it's nothing but whites, right? right? It's nothing but whites, So I got to be careful when I go outside. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah know? Especially what? at that time of the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So they wasn't complaining, so I'm figuring everything is cool, right? When when white folks ain't complaining, you think everything's all right. <laughs> so uh, they they said something happened last night somewhere else, so they had to cut the power on the street, okay. which affected you know our live, you know. So they pushed it back to eleven, then one, then three. So I was trying to scrap it the whole time, but I didn't know they had a special guest, which was Richard Jefferson. So we end up doing a pre-recorded that is actually premiering. As we speak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he lost power this morning. He wasn't able to air the show in his normal time, but he was able to mm-hmm. tape it. And now it's airing on, on his uh, his uh, YouTube channel, uh, Gil's Arena. So the one-year anniversary of Gil, congratulations, bro. You're doing an unbelievable job. He goes four times a week, 11 Monday through Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 Eastern. That's what he's doing now. Come on. Help Gil get them numbers up there. Okay, time for our first segment of the day. Gil, since you last, we got we got graphics. We got everything. This is called News Cap.
5: Three, two.
0: Ah. Uh, Barkley spoke about this. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Gil, this was over the weekend. All-star. Everybody knows we had the All-Star break, All-Star game was played in Indy, where I'm at right currently. Charles Barkley spoke about KD saying, no disrespect to Kevin, Kevin's a follower. He's not a leader. He's not a leader. He's proven that on all his stops. KD, respond, KD, KD responded, let's take a listen to what he said.
5: I just I'm not as charismatic as my
1: peers. I don't have a personality that's like fit for TV like my peers, and a lot of those stories of what we talk about don't get spoken about in the media. And that's just really what it is. It's like, you gotta sell what you're doing as well. And I haven't sold it enough, you know? And I feel like, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I need to. I don't feel like I want people to call me a leader, but I also don't want people to say I'm not one either.
0: Okay, Gil, uh, I know you've been a very, very ardent supporter of Kevin Durant and his moves, uh, going from, OKC to the the Golden State, Golden State to Brooklyn, then requesting a trade from Brooklyn, ended up in in, there with the Phoenix Suns. So what were your thoughts on what Charles Barkley said?
5: And then Kevin Durant's retort to what Barkley said. I was confused, you know,
1: with Barkley's comments because, you know, um, Barkley calling someone a follower with his background. And it kind of it, it's like sometimes the older generation forgets who they were when they played. So they're they're calling players something that they were themselves, right? Charles Barkley resume didn't scream out leadership either, right? You know, you had Moses Malone over there when you went to the you know Sixies. Western uh, the East Conference was the Finals. And Dr. J and Mo. Yeah, so you wasn't leading that team, right? You wasn't leading the team. When you did lead the team, y'all lost the first round, first round, didn't show up for two years. Then you wanted out of there, right? You went to the Phoenix Suns, who won 50-something games every year before you got there, right? So they already had leadership. Your first year there, you go to the finals, you win your MVP because of their record, because they were a good team. After that, what did you do when you was there? You went to the finals, then what? First round, second round, first round. Then you hop jazz over to Houston, following Drexler, trying for the second time. Because that's where he wanted to go when he wanted to leave Philly. He wanted to go to Portland, who went to the finals that year. Right? So you didn't scream leadership either for you to be calling someone this. You followed. You were a follower. You never stood your ground to lead something. So to call somebody a non-leader when you're not in a locker room, see, I can say that from your resume and you might look at me and say, that's unfair. But yeah, the same thing everybody else has said. When we're in that locker room, you don't know what's who's leading what. All we see is from the court, right? On your football field, right? Mm-hmm. They can say what Elway led, but there's probably vocal leaders, leaders inside the locker room. And that's how that's how a team is made. Right, we don't know who's leading, you know. Just because your name is on a you got a bigger name doesn't necessarily make you a leader, you know. Yes, so you know, I was, I was like, I was. Sometimes I get disappointed in you know some of the star players when they call people prima donnas and stuff like that. It's like you were too, you were too, right? (laughs) (laughs) You were too. So I I get, I get a little frustrated when you know some of the older guys do that. But here's here's
0: here's. Look, let's take what Barkley said aside. So will help me understand this. So what am I supposed to do when Kevin Durant went to Golden States and Golden State and said, I'm not a leader? Let Clay, Steph, and Draymond lead. I'm here to hoop. He just said Mm -hmm. in that very sound bite, I'm not a leader, but I don't want people to say that
1: I'm not a leader. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's like Jokic, right? Mm -hmm. When I remember they asked him a question, what did you tell the team? You know, when y'all got back in the locker room, he said nothing, right? (laughs) They asked him again, what'd you say? I didn't say anything to him, right? Um, When you're coming from one team to another, you're giving them the respect of, hey, you know, Kirby's the leader. Whoever the leaders are, they're the leaders. I'm just here as a player. I'm not coming here stepping on nobody's toes. Same thing that they happened in Miami when LeBron and Bosch came like Dwayne Wade is the leader. Like you're trying to delegate the responsibilities so there's no fringing, right? No matter what Kevin Durant, um, what he was doing on the floor, you can see that he was demanding things. That's why him and Draymond was 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 beefing because he is standing tall doing what he does, but he is a quiet dude. He is a quiet dude, but I don't want to be the leader. But I don't want you to say I'm not a leader because you don't know what I'm doing. You don't know that I I, I show up early. I leave late. Right. I prep talk. I do this. I, I train players. I work out with players. I wake, you know, we don't know everything he does. So he's like, well, I am a leader, but I might not be a, late, a leader, right? It's the confliction of, you know. Uh, just the player's personality itself. I look
0: at it like if Gilbert Arena says, man, you know what? I'm a liar. I mean, I lie, but don't call mm-hmm. me a liar. So what am I supposed to do mm-hmm. with that? So, I mean, if, if you if Gilbert Arena's tell me out of his own mouth, he's a mm-hmm. liar. But then when I say, well, Gil lies, man, I just don't. I'm I, Yeah, I lie, Shannon. Yeah, of course, Unc, I lie. But I don't want you to mm-hmm. say that I lie. That, and I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the confusing part of what people are saying or uh, having with Kevin Durant, because we've heard mm-hmm. him say on numerous occasions that I'm not a leader. And then when people say, well, Kevin Durant's not a leader, he's a follower. He gets, he's like, yeah, I'm not a leader, but I don't want people to say that I'm not a leader. I don't believe leadership has this. Uh, 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 Larry Bird wasn't charismatic. Larry Bird was ba- basically the op- the total opposite of Magic Johnson. Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, he had a little thin lips, so you couldn't tell if he was smiling or not. But Magic, all Magic, you saw all 32 Mm -hmm. of Magic teeth. And Magic was so charming. He was so charismatic. And he to this day, he's still the same way. He makes everybody feel that he's known him his entire life or he's known you your entire life. That's just the way he is. But I don't believe, does it help? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, and because I think the thing is, had Shaq not had the personality, man, people would have been scared of Shaq. Can you imagine somebody (laughs) that damn big and he got a frown on his face or he's scowling? (laughs) People looked at Shaq because he was so outgoing, because he was so charismatic as a giant teddy bear. Kobe could be charming, but you know he was deadly, deadly serious because he had mamba, and we know what a black mamba is. It's one of the few snakes that will bite unprovoked. Okay. Yep. Jordan. Jordan had a, 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 a way about it. But I just if, like if Kevin Durant had never said I'm not a leader, that would have been mm-hmm. for us. That would be for a conjecture or speculation innuendo whether or not mm-hmm. he's a leader. Because like you said, Gil, I'm not in there. You've been in basketball locker room. The outside fan base doesn't know a whole lot about what goes on unless a player from inside the locker room says so. But once you reveal that you're not a leader. And the problem that you have is when people say that you're not a leader, after you said that, I don't really see what what the qualms about. I can't say, hey, bro, you know they call you boy Shay. Don't call me Shay now. What the hell? What? You just said that when they call you. And I think, yeah. I think that's what I think that's what's so confusing. But I don't want Kevin Durant to, 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 to two things can be true. You can be a tremendous teammate. You can be a great, great teammate. And still not be a leader. So I don't mm-hmm. want you to think just because you're a great teammate that automatically classifies you as being a leader. Because I believe two things can be true, Gil. You can be a leader and be a terrible ass teammate, and you could also yep. be not a, be a great teammate and still not be a leader. But I think, look, that I, it's just hard to say. I just think that that you can't have it both ways, Kev. You you can't say one thing and then when people say what you told them that you're not. Get upset when people say that. Now I don't know why Barkley was saying that, but also I don't think, uh, uh Gil, that your resume necessarily says because okay, I'm the leader of a team. But if we don't win a mm-hmm. championship, that means I wasn't a good leader or I wasn't the leader of the team. So I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think just because you didn't win a championship, uh, that doesn't make you a a, a great leader because I believe two things can be true: you can be a horrible, leader. you could be a terrible person, maybe a terrible leader, and still win. But you can also
1: mm-hmm. be a great leader. And not win. It, it all see. Th- we have to define what leadership is, mm-hmm. um, because everybody has their own definition. That's correct, right? Um, so that that's one thing too. Barkley said, you know, I'm not I'm not a role model while being a role model. Right? <laughs> yes. There's a there's a contradiction to what he's saying because in Washington, I was given a franchise. Mm-hmm. I was the leader until Antoine Jameson came. And then I said, I'm not a leader because my age, he's the vet. That was my vet. He is the leader of this team. I'm the face of this team, right? right? No one was going to outwork me. No one was going to outstudy me. No one was going to do any. If I said something, that's how it went. But I'm not the leader. I'm telling you what I am and what I'm not. Right. So it is a contradiction, but you still got to ask that player when you say you're not a leader in what aspect so we can get some clarity right. on it. it, you know, so we can get a little bit of clarity on when you say you're you're not a leader. What part of leadership are you not delegating to yourself? Yeah, I don't think the thing I think if you
0: said when, if you said that you weren't a leader. And then people analysts like Barclay, and I don't remember. I don't can't recall like when you played. Who were all the analysts? And they said Gill's not a leader. I don't think. In turn, you didn't get then get mad because you said the very thing that they're saying. They're just re- regurgitating what you said. Gill said he's not a leader, so I got to take him at his word that he's not the leader. That mm-hmm. Antoine, you said Antoine was the leader because he was the veteran on the team, and you said, "Well, James Jameson is 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 the leader," and so maybe like. He was the leader, but you were the senior official. It's like it's like having a um, an adjunct professor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, they got other professors that might do, but you have your your word carries a little bit more weight because you had been there long. You, you even though he was the older player, you were the tenured player at Washington. Frustrated with ticket buying experience? Game Time is the only ticket app that gives you peace of mind with your purchase. They let you see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. They're all-in prices show you total upfront, so you always know you're getting a great deal. And it takes no time at all. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, redeem code Nightcap for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app. Enter the code NITECAP, Nightcap, N I G H T C A P for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
2: Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports.
3: Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team a driver and then
2: well we sent you on your jolly way yeah i'm tony karen brown a tech culture and f1 commentator
3: i'm michael costa comedian daily show correspondent
2: and we're back with season two because as it turns out f1's newest fan is still a little
3: dazed and confused
2: join us for season two of choosing sides f1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports
3: who makes money here what's cfd how do you manage a tire you, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. Uh, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod?
2: Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts.
3: Or wherever you get your podcast. you find it.
4: I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Dow of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida,
6: Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need.
4: In each of these stories, we share lessons. Lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Dial of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
6: I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time.
1: I think to when he came into Golden State because I think those are the only words we're holding. We're holding his Golden State right. words, right? Where he's coming into someone's city and he's saying, "Hey, hey, hey! This is don't look at me. I'm just here to play the game." Right. That's when he gave away leadership yeah. in OKC. He was the leader, right? But I but see, that that see uh, so hey. Brooklyn, right? So I think it was just that that moment in time where he's like. This ain't my team because you know, when he came there, everybody questioned whose team is this? And I think he just, as a player, we all do it. This is this is right. team, you know, like when, when Mike Vick went to uh Eagles, right? And we know who Mike Vick is, he's delegating his response like, hey, hey, I'm just here trying to fit in, right. y'all. Just say, I'm not trying to step on nobody's toes. I did in Orlando. Hey, hey, this is Jameer Nelson's team, this is his team. I'm not, I'm here to help him out right, even though I have the bigger name because I don't want him to feel some type of way like, yo, dude's coming in here thinking he about to take my spot, like, no 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 nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm coming off the bench, I'm going to be the bench player, and I'm going to work the second unit, so you cool, so we can, we can, we don't need to have these conversations and have these team talks. Right. so I think that's what he did at Golden State, so, you know, it, it's one of those things is, it's one of those conversations you got to have with him, one of them, you know, you just got to ask the right question right. of, you know, do you consider yourself a leader today? When, when did you consider yourself a leader? When did you delegate it? So he can give us the answers instead right. of us just poking. Yeah, speculating. The... Yeah, and I think that's what what Charles is going. I think the thing is like Charles is
0: looking at like Brooklyn, like things that that deteriorated. But like you said, I can't make a grown man. The man don't want to take the jab. Kyrie didn't want to take didn't want to take the shot. What the hell y'all mm-hmm. want me to do? Y'all want me and Harden and the team to hold him down and let the doc come give him a shot? The man said he's not taking it. We talked to him. Yeah. He said. James and I, I think he said that they had a conversation. Kyrie mine was made up. I'm not taking that shot. So I don't really know if there's only so much I can lead. This ain't the military. I can't give him a Mm -hmm. cold red. This I don't have loud and downing over there to give him a cold (laughs) red. (laughs) Give Willie Santiago a cold red. They can't do that. And so for Uh, me, I I, I get what Kevin Durant said. I don't really know what else y'all want me to do. So in that situation I totally get you could only lead but the people that you're leading got to want to be led. And in Kyrie yeah. in that situation had made his mind up. He had done his
1: research and from what he had deduced the shot wasn't for me. Ever since ever since the Golden State we have questioned his resume and and it's unfair because we've never done it in the past. Right. No other player, no other player's resumes been challenged. When they move somewhere, when they ask to be traded, none of the resumes been challenged besides the last 15, 20 years. So it's easy for people to throw jabs at their career. You know, so, you know, some of these players right now are just walking on eggshells and they don't know what to do. So it's easy for them to just be like, I just want to play basketball. Yeah. I just want to hoop. You know, I mean? it's, just, it's easier to say that. I just want to hoop. I don't want to go back and forth and all the hoopla hoopla. You know, so I agree. And I, I have a problem with that
0: because I think the thing is that sometimes the older players forget that they ask for trades also. And they don't yeah. think like, like, I understand that social media, there was no social media then. But some of us are old enough to remember of you requesting a trade. <laughs> some of us remember things that you did that you criticized mm-hmm. the very players today for doing. Yep. And so that's why look, and that's why I don't I have never had a problem given the younger generation. Is the game different? Yes, rules change in football uh has made the game the guys are skilled, the guys are bigger, stronger, faster, but there the rules have been uh put in place to allow the offensive players to produce better numbers. Yes. Uh and the defensive players can produce better numbers because there are more opportunities to sack the quarterback and to intercept the pass. And so, and that's that's not to say that oh, these guys ain't any good. They are, but we do have to mm-hmm. take. You know, if, if if they made the basket, if they made the basket two inches bigger, and guys all of a sudden started averaging forty points, we can't sit here and say like, well, that had no impact on the guy averaging four, two or three guys averaging forty in a season. Of course it does. Yeah. And so to <laughs> act like that certain rules and parameters hadn't been put in place to make the game. I'm not saying that it's easier, but it probably is easier because I believe the guys in the NBA are more skilled. When you get guys mm-hmm. that are more skilled and you put them in more space, what the hell do mm-hmm. you think is going to happen?
1: Yeah. Is it OK? Just like in football, right? Yes. Is it which one is coming first? Because I don't think we think about it, right? Even from when football started, the harder you hit, the bigger you get. The rules got to change. Like, oh wait, they these guys are getting too big, too strong. We gotta, we gotta change this, this up a little bit, right? So it's the players that's changing up the rules, right? So it's not like, oh, football, these guys are softer. No, 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 no. Today we can't have these guys hitting this quarterback because. Quarterback, everybody's not built like Cam, right? No, no, (laughs) right. So these guys are bigger, stronger, faster. We have to protect the quarterback a little bit more now because there's too much power coming at them. So now we gotta, we gotta put rules in. So the rules is really coming because of the talent is getting better. So it looks like it's softening up, but there has to be rules for it. If not, you're gonna have some you got match trucks yeah, coming there were there were too many concessions
0: Gil, and the league was getting yeah. sued and 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 they saw guys leaving the game and we saw what was happening guys were taking their lives at a very young age and so the mm. nfl stepped in and said we got to have some rule changes where well, you can't attack the quarterback they've tried they're trying to take the kickoff out of the game but they don't know how to because it's still an exciting part of the game it's too impactful for you not to have it in the game. But if they can find a way to remove it, because you think about it, now they don't let the guys get a running start. The guys can't leave until the ball is kicked. Also, you can't put the two-man or the three-man wedge together. So they've done a lot of things to try to make the game safer. But also, Gil, is that because guys don't hit during the course of the week, you ask a guy to drive 20 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour during the course of the week, and then come Sunday, go 100 miles an hour. Something's going to happen. Yeah. When you when you when you go to NASCAR when they do when they go warm ups they're going 180. They don't go yeah. 25, 40, 50 miles an hour around the track and then all of a sudden come Sunday when they get on the track and go Daytona or they go to Lowe's Motor Speedway or something and all of a sudden say we're going to air it out. No, you got to put the car to the test. Well, you got to put your body to the test during the course of the week. But uh, I understand what I understand what 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 Katie is saying. I understand what Charles was saying. But I think Katie could have dodged a lot of this blowback, Gil, had he not said anything about leadership and just leave everybody to speculate because, like, once you say what you say, you kind of take the speculation out of it. Check this out, Gil. I know you want to talk about what I said on first take about being in a steady relationship, helping your image as face of the NBA. And people like, man, man, this this N-word mentioned Magic. Magic might have been doing what he was doing, but the fans didn't know. Sponsors didn't know. <laughs> there might have been other players that have been the face of the league, but nobody knew what they were doing. If it, if, if it didn't matter, why was the scrutiny so great on Tiger Woods? Because he sold an image. He was this wholesome guy married with two kids. Now there's other reason we talk about that a little later. Time. We might have to do that dude at another show because we know what all of a sudden that coblination didn't help him because they didn't see no coblination. They saw a Black man did that to yeah. a white woman and all mm-hmm. holy hell when there had been black men cheating on their black wives for the longest. And they never said a word mm-hmm. and it never caused this kind of outcry. So, but I'm just saying, what I was trying to say, like the image, because you're like, you didn't know that until ma- if, if magic had never been diagnosed with AIDS, nobody would have knew magic history. You wouldn't. No. Mm-hmm. So stop just like, oh, we knew. No, you didn't. Just mm-hmm. like, oh, you if, if this story hadn't broke, you would have never knew about Tiger Woods, what he was doing. And some of mm-hmm. the other guys that's been facing the NBA. So stop telling that lie like you knew because you're not day-to-day and you didn't see what they were doing. So I'm saying, Gil, that as a situation like the face of the league, they want you buttoned up. They want you uh, to accept responsibility. And they see normally a married guy, what? He has responsibility. He has a wife. A lot of times he has kids. So he's more willing and accepting. Of responsibility. Remember, they I remember, Gil, when they said the league was getting too young because they was bringing guys out of, straight out of high school. And so they didn't mm-hmm. have the responsibility of a guy that's already been in the league and some of these guys that are married. So that's what I was trying to say. I wasn't trying to, you know, say, oh, you no, I'm just saying, as as a league, as a face, we look at the, some of the guys, all of them was in steady relationships. Mm-hmm. So you could say, well, oh, Magic did this. Well, yeah, but you didn't know that he did that. You didn't know uh, the sponsors, the brands didn't know he was doing that. And some of the other guys. So that's all I was saying. I mean, they took it for whatever, you know, say Shannon said you had to be. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, but there's a lot of things. I think now to be the face of the league, you're going to have to be like LeBron James. You're going to have to be willing to take a stand on political issues, on social issues. Are you willing to do that? Because before, they never talked about it, Gil. Nobody took a stand back in the 90s. Nobody took a stand in the 2000s. Religion, politics, you didn't talk about that. Now, when LeBron James did, he did. I think with that. I think it was Tamir Rice, the guy, that, uh, uh, yep. George, uh, uh, in Florida. When uh, he took that stand, and he's been taking stands ever since, I think that's the standard in which guys are going to have to do if you're going to be the face of the NBA. Because we see there at the forefront, when it comes to these social issues, more so than any other sports league. So that's what I was trying to explain to you, when, uh, uh, trying to explain, saying, okay, would it how, would it be better if the guy was married or uh, does that, and you can say, no, well, Shanna, I don't think that carries any weight. Huh? Oh. Uh, uh, magic has, uh, excuse me, I didn't say A, I meant to, I meant to say magic was HIV, HIV positive, not AIDS. But Mm-hmm. They made it seem like they knew what Magic was doing prior to him making that announcement, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. They tried to make mm-hmm. it seem like they know what all these players are doing, but they don't. And so mm-hmm. you look at Magic and Bird and Jordan and Kobe, and we know Kobe had his issues, but you didn't know it until it came out. Mm-hmm. You make it seem like, oh man, I know it, man. I know Kobe,
1: man. I, man, I, I, I could have told you that. You couldn't have told us jack. Yep. Okay, it's like it's like this. Like I understood what you what you what you were saying, right? If we had the writer script, if we're image consultees, right. The perfect the perfect image is
0: married man. Before you go, it, it, few- was, it was trayvon martin. That was the guy. Trayvon, trayvon. martin, tremere rice, I think it but I, he was in Cleveland when he was playing with the yeah. toy gun in the park, and the guy rolled up in the two-second shot.
1: him. So it was Trayvon Martin. Excuse me, chat. Yeah, so you have um a married man, wife, kids, right? Dog, guy, right? You you get, they go to church, right? It's the, fa- Pinky right? Fence. It's the family. It's the fam- you family. You want to sell families, right? And that's, that is, that is the number one. If you have to write the script, that's what you want. Well, I had to do image consulting when I was in Washington. And I had to sit down with a panel and group about imaging right and they said this they said
5: to rule this world you need
1: to be appealing to women first everything you do is for women first how you dress how you talk for women first gay second um males third right so if you're an athlete the males gravitate to what you're doing but everything else your appearance is for women, gays are gonna follow women, yes. right? Now, when you think that, and then they said, all right, look, um, Michael Jackson, their name prince, and all these people, you start thinking, what is the biggest group in America? Single women, right? Yes. So in reality, the 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 script we were write would be for a married man. Well, who is them single women gonna root for? See, when you put a single man
5: that's vulnerable and clean cut.
1: He becomes a darling to America, but it's only a few people that can do that. Right. Right. You have to really be a humble dude that can be single, that can be put magic as AC green. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. Right. You want, cause you want the ladies to want this man. They're not going to want a married man. Right. right? They're gonna want the single man. It can flood in there. We love you. We so that is actually a face too, right? Right. If Tatum wanted to be a face and he was a single dude, right, and he wasn't married, he will still be the face and be a rock star. But the problem with a single dude is they do single things. Exactly. A, fam- a family man, you know, is home for the most time, so he's safer. And that's what. And what do and what do leagues try to sell? family you can
0: bring your yep. kids you can expire bro you are here with jane Sue, sally uh, no nah, hey nate 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 timmy no no uh, no oh, no uh, uh marquan no we don't want you to aspire to be that we want you to be look at quarterbacks Mm-hmm. Mahone married brady got married peyton manny got married mm-hmm. elmay marino uh uh jim kelly young montana the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Now Broadway so Joe
1: Eli- was a different Eli- story, but that was way back then. So was, he- was Eli Manning married? Yes, Eli was married. Oh, see, like, but see, for the most part, we and and I think that's where you know when you're thinking about a public, most of these guys you don't know they're married, right? You don't know they're married because we don't see their wives like right. that, right? You know, I, I think just the ideal of a married man, he's safer. Yes, he's a he's Perception hey. is everything. Gil, yeah. a yes. person's perception is their
0: reality. Now, that might yeah. not be the truth. This man might be married and doing everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. But the perception is they see that band, they see that wife at the game, they see them kids. Oh. Uh, oh, uh, yep. Yeah, you get uh. all. <laughs> that's what, I, and yeah. so you could say I was crazy, but I don't think I was crazy as people tried to make me out. Because uh-huh. when you look at it, Look at who
1: became the face of the league. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I I understand you because I went through those conversations, so I know what's safe. Like Allen Iverson, right? Mm-hmm. He he was a heartthrob. He had all the ladies, right? But who he was, how he acted—that's not safe for the NBA. Right. That's that's something that they can't push. You know, for the for the most part, the Wayne, Wade, Shaquille O'Neal. It, it also your personality too. Mm-hmm. And I and I tell I tell people I say, listen clean cut. Whoa, that's hard. Hey, That white suit, that white suit and white gloves is hard to keep clean. Yeah. Right? You, want, you might want to just make it a little beige. Just a little <laughs> beige. A little beige. Just it's a even harder beige. than I get with social media. Yeah, yeah. That's a, just a little beige so you can so you have a little wiggle room. Yeah. You know, in, in, especially in today's world you're coming in with that all white. Everybody loves all white. it yeah. get dirty. Yeah. A little duck. A little dust can get can can, can mess you up a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
0: but see, that's the thing. Uh, uh, with white, when I grew up, Gil, you could only wear white after you couldn't wear white before Easter. You it after Easter, and then once Labor Day hit, there was no more white. Then they started coming out with, they started coming out with winter whites and fall white. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. No, you wore white <laughs> Easter the first time you had somebody in where when I grew up, the first time you saw white was Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. Before that, you didn't see you didn't see no whites in January and February and March. You didn't see no whites in, oct- in October, November, December. You saw white Easter Sunday, and then you wore up to Labor Day. Normally, they put the white man. I gotta go on put to get, see if I can get one more use out of this white before I put it up. So, so was the white shoes, white oh, clothes, all, yeah, white- gonna, yeah. When you was a kid, I mean, me and my brother, we I had a me and my my mom sent us for one Easter, and I told the story <laughs> in at uh, my Hall of Fame speech. We had white slacks and uh i think the jackets were burgundy i think we had white shoes too we might have had white you shoes were we were clean we were, 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 were clean man of a fly light <laughs> on matter cut his throat. Now I said no i too clean for you land on me but but that's that's the way it was but like i said a person's perception is mm-hmm. their reality now perception is not always the truth but that's just something mm-hmm. to say about that man especially if you don't see him and most athletes you don't see them so it's not yes. like the guy that, that he works at the, in the office and you might know what he's doing. These mm-hmm. guys, you, you might not ever see him, And so you're like, oh, hey, hey, he married. He's been married five years. He's been married 10 years. He married his high school sweetheart. He married his college sweetheart. That's heartwarming. The league sells that. They sold Peyton. Yep. They sold Brady. Yep. They sold, they mm-hmm. sell Mahomes. It's hard to sell it. It's hard because you're trying to, comp- families, it's yeah it's- tickets, four tickets cost more than one. <laughs> yeah, so that single lady, she might want to go see the single, uh uh the single, whoever the single, let's uh Dak is in a relationship now. I'm trying to think who's I don't know who's. let's just say Justin <laughs> Field. Okay they, might, okay, they might be, but what about that family of four that's going to see mm-hmm. the quarterback that's that's married? So that that was my yep. only part, so only point. So if someone took it, thought I was going somewhere else other than that, I'm sorry. But hopefully, uh, Gil and I cleared that up for you. Speaking of future, yeah, I, friends, I, go I, ahead, Gil. I'm no
1: chill, Gil. Right? I'm no chill, oh, Gil. Don't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't catching me outside. No clubs, no bars, no nothing. This is my this perception is a reality, but my reality
0: is what I sell you. Right. And see, they have this, selling yep. See, they have this perception, whether you what you do or not. I mean, you know, people knew in Denver. I didn't. I a lot, most of my career, a lot of my career, I was single, but I wasn't out. Or mm-hmm. well, I had a girlfriend and people think that, that, you know, I'm not, I'm not a public out of guy. You don't need to know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Everybody want to put everything on social media, we'll take a picture of your food and take a picture of this. Nah, <laughs> I'm going to show you what I want you to know about my life. Because the more I show you, the more you're gonna think you know, and then you can start forming opinions in the. So, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen welcome life. to another episode of Nightcap Basketball Style. I'm your favorite going on? Ash. Star. He's your number zero. No, that's not you. That's us. legend, wizard legend. You hear that? Backdrop. Uh, the uh, intro is coming back through my through through the, through the feed. But you know who he is, Gilbert Avachi Arenas. Bro, how you been? Thanks for joining us. Ash, what's going on? If, if, Gil, wait, I you were... if Gil's computer, it's your
1: computer, Gil. Okay. Is that better better
0: yet? What, I don't even know where that came from. Your computer. We good? Yeah, I heard it. Oh yeah. Yeah, let's go do your computer. I got so
1: many screens on, yeah. I am.
0: My bad.
1: I just wanted to hear you twice.
2: <laughs> Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports.
3: Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team. A driver, and then.
2: Well, we sent you on your jolly way.
3: Yeah. Psh.
2: I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator.
3: I'm Michael Costa, comedian, daily show correspondent.
2: And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little.
3: dazed and confused.
2: Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports.
3: Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? you get back in there what are the rumors what's the gossip but you also know that someone's listening to your radio Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy I want to see what this thing looks like are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod
2: listen to season 2 of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts
6: or wherever you get your podcasts you find it I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time
4: In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to the Dow of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: Okay, check this out. Speaking of future faces of the league, Jason Tatum said, Give me that. He said, I feel like it's mine to take. I do feel like if we win a championship, it would be more distinguished and clear, but I understand. I'm in, I'm on the short. I'm I'm in that short list for sure. And I love to hear him say that. I love to hear him say, "I want that responsibility. I want to be the face of the league in everything that comes along with it—good, bad, or indifferent." I love when guys say, "Give me that, give me all that,
1: whatever it is that comes along with it." I'm willing to take it. See, and and he is the from from. The studies that I got, he will be the perfect guy for it, right? He has the charisma. He has the style. He has the play. He has the look, right? We don't know if he's single or not. We know he don't get in trouble. He doesn't go outside. But like, well, we see him has- with his
0: son all the time. So that makes him son. a great dad, which appeals yes. to a demograph- demographic of mm-hmm. people.
1: that's like, okay, I can get behind yep. him. Yeah, it's it's the, it's it's the it's the guy Like you, you got him right. We know Jokic doesn't have. He doesn't check off a lot of boxes. Nope, but he's just married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we... <laughs> that's it. <laughs> right. Even with someone like Luca, right? That's hard. Yeah. I'm gonna just be honest and I'm gonna say it. I never seen American push European. Right. Like, it's just not a thing. As much as we want to, Giannis and all, as much as you want, to, this is the best player in the world. They're still going to put that American brand to their yeah. American brand, and and it's going to be that. So you know, Tatum, it, Tatum, Ant Man has the personality. Um, you know, he still, you know, he have a little trouble, and he has to get a, a great team around him to keep all that outside noise, and you know, to be in the face of the league. It comes with
0: preparation. It comes with a huge right? responsibility too. Yes. Like you, you, you're talking about
1: you don't have a life. Oh no, you don't have a life because when you're the face of the league, you have to be able to understand that when you walk outside your door, you are the face. Yes. Right. You in your car, somebody somebody pulls over to you. Somebody honks at you. You, you in you have the NBA now. Yes. That you Period. So, everything you do now is magnified. So, you really have to have a strong supporting task to really understand how to keep that image intact for the league itself. Yeah. And plus, it doesn't help Giannis' case when he says, Well, oh, I don't
0: know. I don't even watch no film of the basketball player. I don't know. I makes it tough. Why would you ever say that? Bro,
5: I, I, I just want you to know. Ain't nobody say, Oh my God, you see that? Yeah. I mean, most guys, you hear Jordan, you hear Jordan talk about how he
0: studied. You hear Magic mm-hmm. say how he studied. You hear Kobe, LeBron, all the greats. But somehow Giannis thinks that, you know what, you know, I'm going to endure myself. I'm going to say I love to make it hard. I don't study. That might explain why you had four coaches in a year. <laughs> Little
1: does he know. That, 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 that's got to play some role in it. And I said the same thing. It makes sense why he didn't get, he hasn't gotten better. The same reason he hasn't gotten post up mid-range because he don't watch his flaws enough to clean them up, right? So sometimes it, you know, you have to be careful on what you say, right? We don't know if it's true, but we can say we believe it because we can look at the totality of it. You can, you can use we won rings and I got an MVP. Okay. But do you have a post-up that you never came in here with? Did you do you uh mid-range Two to you three any better? Day? No, right? So we can say, well, maybe you don't, you know, really watch filming yourself to understand how to get better. We can say, you gave us the you gave us the the window to the throw rocks at it now. Yes. Yes.
0: And he can't get mad. He no nope. because what he does is that when he has a bad game. They say, everybody's going to say, had you studied film, you didn't know what was coming. You know what the hell to do. That's all you do is that you open yourself up. You subject yourself to criticism that you probably wouldn't have gotten. Now, you're going to get some criticism because you're a great player. You're a top three player in the league. And so you're Mm going to get some criticism. But now you're going to get more criticism because the first time you lose a game, and they're going to say, well, say, hey, hell, if you had studied, you know what the hell was coming. You didn't know that Dumber team was coming, or you didn't know where to kick mm-hmm.
1: the ball to. But since you didn't study, this is what happens to you. Hey, 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 Miami been whooping that tail for a long time, and we can see why you've struggled against them every single year. It makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um, hopefully, John ja comes back from that injury. I think he's done for the year. But I think this is a great opportunity for John to have some time to himself, to take to himself. To like, hey, you know what? Hey, they keep talking about they need a face for the NBA. Hell, why can't it be me? Let me clean it. Because we love an underdog story. We love a guy that was here, that came, that went down to the bottom and sprung back up to the top. Yeah, we see, Listen,
1: both times he came back, we shut the hell up, <laughs> right? Both times he came back, we was, we was mesmerized by his game. What he did, it, it took a back seat because what he does on that floor is just dynamic yes. basketball. Yes. Like, those games he came back, it was so impactful. The game, winner, this and that. We're, we're not hearing the outside noise anymore. That's the type of game he has. And the problem with with job is everybody around him, They are, they're nice kids. I met them this summer. Like when you hear like, oh, these are nice. These are very good kids. They just haven't been programmed to understand what they have. Right. Right. They don't know. Hey, they don't know these Jordans they got, they got on. is actually worth 20 grand. Take them off. Right. right? They don't know that. They just, hey, I just got me some new Jordans. I'm going to go out there and wear them. Right. They they, they got a John Moran. They don't know that's a John Moran. They don't know what this John Moran is. So they have to really sit there and say, okay, wait, hold on. I need to smarten up so I know how to teach him and teach him how to move. So, you know, that's something I told them, you know, this summer. Y'all have to be better. Y'all have to understand LeBron is LeBron, but there's a Maverick. There's Rich Paul. Randy. You know what I mean? Randy and his wife, they, they, they had to do their part too for the king to step into that role. He's going to play the game. They have to do their role too. That's what you need. That's what all stars need. They have, we don't have friends. When you a star, you don't have friends. You have employees. <laughs> you have employees and business partners
0: to your image. What LeBron, LeBron Ja, is that any woman that I've dealt with in the in the last umpteenth years, mm-hmm. the number one thing I tell them, your number one rule is not to love me. It's to protect mm-hmm. the brand. Protect the brand. Because you can't love me enough if you're willing mm-hmm. to damage the brand. Because it means nothing. Yep, Your love, if you protect the brand, you're telling me that you love me. And that's what y'all homeboys need to understand protect the brand because without the brand, the brand, all this goes away. The, the bottle service, the private jets, the, the, the whole VIP area going wherever you want to go, anytime you want to go, deprive the, the chefs and all that. If you don't protect the brand, that's the number. Ooh, one. You need a-
1: Ooh, you need to make sure. You need to do something with that. Ooh, do love me, protect the. Ooh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to tell them girls that. Hey, y'all need to love me. Just protect my brand. Because
0: if you protect the brand, you love. You gonna. Do you love me? Because I've seen people. I, mean, say, oh, love I love you. I love you, and do some things, and uh-huh. get people involved. And now people never look at them the same. Yeah. So ooh, that's I- how you show me. That's how you show me you love me, protect the brand. Yes. I love that.
1: I'm not even.
0: I love that. that's a good one. The NBA All-Star Game viewership was up this year, but it's steadily, de- steadily declining since 2003. Gil, what do the ratings say about the interest in the All-Star Game?
1: L- Listen, um, I think I think we're confused on what the numbers are because if you if you thought about the numbers the first day, everybody wrote it, you know. Um, everybody wrote 5.5, 4.6. We've seen the numbers, right. right? You know, people don't understand the reason that it's since 2002, 2003, that's when it turned to TNT. Before TNT, it was CBS, right. right? It had NBC once and then it was CBS for a while. And if you look at CBS numbers, you're gonna be like, Jesus Christ, 2003 was a downfall. Right. Like what the heck happened? Because it was 22 million, 18 million, 17 million, right? Right. NBC, TNT. Well, the reason our numbers are blurred, you can't say we having these big TV deals and our numbers are down. Right. The problem is this. Back then, we had to watch it. We didn't have TV, and We didn't have Too many other replay. things going on now. Right? We didn't have that. Right? We had to watch the game live. If you didn't watch it live, you missed it. So therefore, we had to schedule our day around all-star events. Today, we can do whatever we want. See, them views, them that that eleven point. That don't have the cell phone in there. That have the house. That don't have the cell phone. That don't have the computer. Mm -hmm. That don't have none of those new devices that we all have today. Back then, there was no international. See, right? We don't do we have the numbers from Paris. From Wimby's country, watching Wimby. No, that comes in the next day. So it's global now. Right. Even though last year, to America says four point six, the real numbers overall, the totality that seeing last year's All Star Weekend numbers was one point three billion people. You're not counting China. You're not. So the game is way bigger. It's just diluted because we got we got better shit to do. Right. We got better shit to do in real time. Yeah, and if people, and and, 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 and
0: awesome. if, look, I, I think the thing is, Gil. Also, is that people are interested because they like y'all not playing. Say if you're the, if you don't care, why should we? So why should we mm-hmm. take two hours and two and a half hours out of our day if y'all gonna go out there and just jack up threes and and, and, and horse ass around? So you telling me mm-hmm. you don't care? So you want me to take time out of my day to care about this? The same thing they did about with the Pro Bowl. They got tired of fans, got tired of saying, man, y'all playing two-and-touch. This is not football. Mm -hmm. And I know, Mm -hmm. look, they shoot a lot of threes in regular season NBA games, and it seems like a dunk of layup because guys are so skilled, and guys, you know, Mm -hmm. you you guys are getting beat, and so not a help defender comes, and not a guy kicked, and he's wide open. I get all of that. I get it. But, and you playing a game like this, and they, I read where they had Larry Bird, they had uh, Andre Iguodala, and they had Dr. J to go talk to the player. But I find it ironic. Everybody, everybody, for the most part, with the old Kobe. Ooh, Mamba mm-hmm. mentality. Oh, we love Mamba. And get out there, what they do in All-Star Games, Gil? Now, all I know is that I saw Kobe for 18, 19 years in the All-Star Games and play like it was a, NBA, like it was a, a playoff game. But all these mm-hmm. players that talk about, oh, Kobe, 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 Mamba, Mamba, Kobe, Mamba mentality. Y'all get out there and job around. You know why Kobe took it
1: serious? Because it, he was, it was the only time that he was vulnerable to his tears. Yes. See, you know, and I talked to some of the guys back in the 80s and back in the 90s and said, why was, like, I don't, I look at something and ask the question, Why? Right. So I don't have I don't have a narrative. I want to know why first. Right. So they said, okay, this was this is why it was more competitive. Then Michael Jordan, you have Michael Jordan, you have Drexler. Drexler played against Michael only two times. Now, if he didn't play him twice before all star break, when he got into that game, in front of this national television. Everybody didn't have national TV games right. there. For sure. Right? Everybody wasn't on TV. Nope. So the guys that was on t- wasn't on was on TV, this is my, this is my opportunity to bust somebody's ass and be seen nationally for the first time. I'm representing our team. So I got to go out there and do my job. Like some of those guys, they didn't even want to be in a dunk contest, but they had to represent the team because the team itself, this is our first chance. Mm-hmm. So... This was more competitive because people had, I got point to prove now. Well, today's game, I'm on TV twenty times. Yeah, for sure. Before the weekend, so I already bust, I already bust your ass a few times, on. brother. yeah, already heard it. we seen. It. I gave you fifty. Yes. I gave you forty-eight. Right. So when I see you, it's ha. Well, Cole was different. Cole saying, "Well, I don't have my team. I don't have my structure." I don't know what you on. So I don't know where you on. I know what I'm going to be right. on. I'm going to hit you first because I don't know what kind of time you on. Because I did give you 81. I did give you this. I don't know when you you coming into this building and you thinking everything is saucy. You're going to try. I, I guarantee you, y'all heard. Uh, there's a sound bite. I'm in layup line. And I said, hey, first opportunity I get, I'm about to yank code. I'm about to give him, get over here. I airballed. I hit on backboard. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see what kind of time I'm on, and that's the time he knew. So when he went into that, he was he was protecting his brand from looking bad because he knew he was vulnerable because I don't have my team defense. I don't have that help because I know everybody's going to be j- joining. Yeah, I don't want to give you no confidence. I remember uh, I was talking <laughs> to
0: Time, and Time said, look here. In practice, we at the Pro Bowl, I ain't let you catch nothing. Because I don't want mm-hmm. you to think you can do something over here and take your butt back to the main lane and think you can do it over there. So I ain't going to let you catch yeah. nothing over here. Guys wouldn't let you catch the ball. I mean, you really had to work in practice to get open and catch the ball. I mm-hmm. mean, it was like, I'm like, that, bro, This thing's like, uh uh-huh. Nah, Sharp, you in? because I already know. Yeah, you're right. I, you let, I, would, talk, I would talk cash in practice. Yep, yeah, sure is.
5: But but that's, sure but that's
0: the mindset guys had back then, is that I'm not you gonna work, and I want to see I want to see my skills because there's a chance that I didn't get a chance to play against the guy that's in the Pro Bowl, so I wanted to see yes. where I rock stacked up against it, because you know a lot of times we didn't play a lot of those guys we didn't play I mean we, like you in the division, but we didn't lot, sometimes we didn't play a lot of those uh, there were years we didn't play the Cowboys, so I wanted to see mm-hmm. where I stacked up against some of the defensive players. Yeah. I want to see what I, uh, against Woody. Some of those guys, so that's that was the mentality we had. I don't know where it went sideways. I honestly don't, Gil. I don't know in the Pro Bowl where it went sideways. I don't really know um, in the NBA where guys just thought it was cool to just let a guy just move out of the way. I mean, I've been watching old Cliff. Them guys, hey, them guys ain't giving Charles nothing. They're like, uh-uh. <laughs> they, 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 no. they really guard down there. Gil, they had 289 shot attempts on Sunday. They had three blocks, and one of them was
5: by Steph Curry.
1: <laughs> like I, I was a part of. I was a part of three, right? Um, when 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 people look back and say these games were still good, right? Now, before the game, we all had that conversation. Hey, we're gonna go out there. Let's go. Let's play hard. Give these people a show, right? Oh, it's five on five plus. All you need is one person to do something dumb. Huh? Once somebody shoots it from half court, everybody want to yeah. do it. Everybody, you know what I mean? If everybody, everybody is shooting for that MVP, you miss three shots, you in, you uninterested, right? Kobe have. Fourteen in the first quarter, I, he won it. I'm done. Right? It, there's things that <laughs> there's things that go on in the game where you can see people be like, "All right, yeah. all right, co MVP." Let me just go and enjoy the environment, you know. And and now it really see like I seen a few bad ones from some stars. You remember the year where Giannis is coming down the lane and Steph Curry laid flat yes. on the floor. Let him go. like it was little things like that I said hi right, man yeah, they, hey, yeah. It's, about, it's about to go south mm-hmm. right I I jumped off the trampoline I treated it like like what it was man I'm here to enjoy myself right I you know this is my first three-day weekend four day weekend you know I'm enjoying myself enjoy the festivity be around some superstars Get these get these conversations hey man which is what how do you work out you know I'm I'm I was a fan and a student Right. Yeah, At the same time, sure. I go, right, but, you know, trying to watch the mannerisms and how people carry themselves, because for the most part, to be honest, all star weekend is a measuring stick and a learning experience. Yeah. Right. We hear the stories. Now I get to see them. Right. I get to see, you know, Alan Iverson and I got three reporters sitting to me and then Alan Iverson got the whole damn gym. Hey, man, stop, hey, let's go over there. Let's go there and see what he's talking about. I'm watching, seeing how he answers questions. Go to Kobe, see how he answers and does this. Watch Tim Duncan, right? It was studying what superstars did. How did they move? How did they sign when they're going in autograph? Hey, y'all signing y'all real autographs, right? I didn't know there was fake ones, right? <laughs> yeah. and, right, you know, now, you know, Kobe, and this is, this is one thing, you, you, you gotta love Kobe for this, man. He never, he never cheated the game, and I mean that from every aspect of it. The autograph signing balls, right? You got players on there that wrote they just initials, right? Yeah, I don't want to say no names, but I got three balls and just that ain't your goddamn autograph. Yeah, right. Just show initials because you don't want to be there. You just there's so many balls, and you already mentally checked out. Let me just sign CB, CB, or whatever, right? Kobe wrote his signature, right? You don't you don't have a whole bunch of all. So there's a bunch of all star balls out there with just letters on it. So he didn't cheat nobody, and that's what I got from it. The game itself was the game. I was there to learn how to be a star from the stars itself. Right. Cause I'm never going to get that anywhere else. Yeah. Right. So, you know what I mean? So mentally I wasn't there. The game itself. I wanted the experience to understand how to be at this level. Cause these are the guys that we look for. Right. Being in, I'd never been in a, 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 a locker room with Kobe. Besides our on weekend, because I walked my ass in there. <laughs> hey, y'all, how y'all doing up in here? Hey, how y'all doing up in here? <laughs> Shit, uh, you know what I mean. I started sitting down in the chairs. Shit, I'm never gonna get this opportunity. Right. So let me go ahead and sit down here with Dirt, No whiskey, Skip, You know what I mean? She, you know, Shaquille O'Neal, and that's that was that and was you my. Don't get, you don't
0: want to get embarrassed, Gil. I mean, those guys start coming hard. I said, okay, now you keep coming like that. Now if you want to treat it like a real game, I'm gonna treat it like a real game, and I'm gonna cut your ass. So I yeah. know it's an all-star game. So how are we gonna do this now? Now and and so look, I just approached it everything. Okay, we're gonna go hard. I'm gonna do everything except cut. The last thing I want to mm-hmm. do is cut somebody in a in a in an all-star game and put possibly put them out because I can easily do it. But I said no. Nah, yeah. I, I just hey, I just wanted you to know. I just wanted them to know that I could cut your ass, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stay I, I, I'm gonna stay up. But the guy, but and, the guys took it serious enough. Now were we. Did we play the first three quarters like we did the fourth quarter? No, no. But they just stopped playing all together. They just stopped playing it all together. And, and, and you're yeah. right. When Steph, you know, laid down and it's just like,
5: man, I don't, I don't know. But I just knew this year when they got the 200 point, I said, Adam Silver is seething. This is not a good look. Four quarters it's, of at least 50 points, Gil.
1: It's not a good look because of how it looks, too, right? We can't say this is a great game, this is a great product because people are hitting shots. Yes. You you guys are just, this doesn't even look like a practice. This doesn't even look like an all-star practice. Right. right. Shooting from the half point, yeah, this shit's cute. Yes. But it's not good for the game this, itself. This ain't a run at UCLA. You
0: that thing no. run at UCLA. And there's more competitive in this. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, no. games at UCLA is damn near, uh, um, playoffs. (laughs) One, because we getting in shape, right? Right. And two, there's guys out there who don't get no time on their team. And they feel, this is my time right here. So they're going to go ham at you, right? So UCLA runs damn near like playoffs. Um, How do you fix it? Easy. Don't have it. Because as long as you allow them to go out there and play, they're gonna go out there and protect their interests. Now, here's the, here's here's something that you're never gonna hear the owners complain about the All Star Game looking the way it's looking because one thing they can count for sure: my guy ain't gonna go out there and get hurt. Yeah. So you won't. It's a double edged sword here too, because I jumped off the trampoline. And my coach, Eddie Jordan, was the coach. And I went out there trying to entertain. And the look on his face, <laughs> sit your ass down. <laughs> like I'm not playing you no more. Right? It, it was, it was one of those, hey, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Right. It, hey, this is all fun and games, goddamn it, but we trying to make the playoffs. My, I, I had to go back to Washington and have a conversation. about what i did (laughs) right you know so you know for so for the most part as 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 much as we wanted entertaining there is still an entity that does not care and that entity is the owners we can say whatever we want i can you can say whatever you want uh, but if you're on the other side as an owner oh yeah for sure you do not care about no all-star game. You care about me having that guy for 82 games, 65 games, 55. That's all you care about. You don't care about Embiid going out there, throwing a bunch of half quarters up there. What you do is about what you do care about is him going out there averaging goddamn 35 on my time, on my yeah. dollar. <laughs>